Well, uh, the rest of us, but I see Jesus is the shepherd on the sheets today, so that's good. So the topic for today, uh, as I think we've been through a few times, Jesus is the good shepherd, and the text, sometimes when we have a topic in the text, it's, it's, it doesn't always, it might take a little bit to explanation, but I think today's text was definitely Jesus is the good shepherd, because we literally talk about the shepherd, and and. On the other hand, Jesus actually doesn't say in the text he's a good shepherd, but he talks about being the gate, uh, which, which is a different, but, but we also think Jesus is the good shepherd. But, but in the text, he actually talks about being the gate that he leads people through. Uh, when I read through the text, um, I, I have a sort of good catalog of what I've preached over, and as much as I've read this text, and it's kind of familiar to me, I realize that this is the very first time in my life I get to preach over this text. And I don't know how many of you are sitting in the pews today who ever been on this side and preaches, but but when I dive into a text of of when I read it for myself, I would think, what does it say to me today? Because we all we all read the text coming from our our day to day life here on Earth, but on the planet and what's in our hearts and in our minds today. But when I'm actually having a sermon, I also think, what is it? What do I have to say about the text to the people who sit in the pews? Because they all come from a different ends. So what does shepherd mean, and where does the shepherd lead us today, I think is an important question that we have in. What I liked about when I was reading, it was sort of a little, I, there was a few new discoveries when I was reading the text of today. I was seeing that, that I hadn't thought about before, is that Jesus doesn't just follow us, tell us to follow the shepherd blindly. He says, he tell us to follow the shepherd because they know him. The sheep will follow the shepherd because they know his voice. They wouldn't follow the enemies because the enemy's voice they don't know. But they know the voice of the good shepherd. So Jesus, we follow Jesus because we know who he is and he trusts us to do so. We don't follow somebody we don't know in normal, in life. And I think it's quite amazing to think about also in the perspective of the Bible text. Whether you study it in detail or not, or whether you're here in the pews every Sunday or not, we get to know Jesus through our lives no matter what. We meet him with our eyes, we meet him with our ears, we meet him in our hearts. We do get to know him, so we get to follow him because we know who Jesus is. Every year in the church and sort of in life, we follow through the big parts in Jesus' life, from Advent, the anticipations, to Jesus' birth in Christmas, to crucifixion in Easter, resurrection on Easter Sunday, ascension days that is coming up, and we meet the Holy Spirit on Pentecost Sunday. The big things we all get to follow during the year. But we also get to see Jesus in his life, in his teachings, in his miracles. We get to know Jesus. We follow Jesus because we know who it is. We've heard his voice. We have communion we get to partake in his holy body 
and his sacred blood. So when the shepherds we follow, it is somebody we know. And there's a safety in us as people for that. Jesus actually wants us to know him, to follow him. He wants to make sure we're not just following somebody blindly, not even him, even though we know we can trust him. He wants us to know him, to trust him. And he's sure that the more we get to know him, the more we do want to trust him. We also read that the shepherd comes through the actual gates. He walks in the legitimate way. He doesn't come any weird ways. He comes through the actual gate, which Jesus also tells us in the Bible story is him. Which also can come as a bit of a surprise because we see so many places through Jesus' life and through his teachings and through his, the things he does that he does things the unorthodox way. He uses unorthodox methods. He breaks with protocol when he heals people on the Sabbath. He challenges the status quo. He challenges the authorities. He does miracles. He doesn't take no for an answer, and he shows us he's the son of God in all his ways. He doesn't have to follow the regular rules. God is over that. But today's story, we meet him in a different way. We hear the gate, which is the right way. The doors open, he can come in, the sheep can go out. And the other guys do not. The gates does not open for everybody. I don't want to speculate who the gatekeeper is, the one who opens the gate that is Jesus, but there's nothing in the text saying that that's not a normal human being. And speaking in a normal way, it's a way of being legitimate. It is, by walking through the gates, is Jesus following protocol. Again, a way of helping him being trusted. And for us, the sheep, it's a way for us to justify who we will follow. We follow Jesus because he can be trusted. He comes in the legitimate way. We know his voice. We can also take a look at the gatekeeper another way. Jesus was born son of God. He lived his life the way God intended the gatekeeper knew how to let him through because he knew that he was Jesus. We saw that in Jesus' life. He was approached and he followed because people knew that he was the Son of God. The familiar voice that followed was because God was speaking to us through the gate and through Jesus. Not only comes Jesus through the gate, but the gate actually goes both ways. Jesus comes in the gate, but he leads the sheep through them. And he also says, I am the gate. 
and the gate is the way to salvation. The shepherd leading the way, we see that the gatekeeper didn't open the gate to anyone else because they were not Jesus. And people were supposed to be led through the gate, gate being the Jesus, and Jesus leads us through it. There are three steps in this part. The gates has to be opened. The sheep has to be led by somebody they know. And the only way to eternity are through the gates that are Jesus Christ. That might be a long step thing to think of. Because the gates being the way to the heaven, Jesus came down to earth through the gates and was let in to meet his people, us the people, us being the sheep or being the people, because he was the Son of God. We got to know him. That is why we follow him. And by following him, we have found the way through the gates which leads the way to heaven. Because we saw it, we heard it, and we felt it in our hearts. That through our eyes, through our ears, and through our hearts, we know that the gates are the right way to go. As humans, we can see, we can hear, but it does need our hearts to interpret, to get it, and to believe in it. So when the sheep do actually follow Jesus through the gates, it's because their hearts and their minds have been changed to do so. Jesus came down from God to us through the gates so he could lead us through the gates and back up again to heaven. I think also there is a lot of trust to us in these words. Jesus says, of course they will follow me and not all these other false prophets. Because they are not legitimate. And the sheep, as we, we know it in our hearts and in our minds that they are not. So Jesus trusts us to trust him. For me, when I was reading this text over a few times to write a sermon, I think, well, that's actually also Jesus putting a lot of trust in us. We know that the salvation is not a work from us, but Jesus does put a lot of trust in the sheep in this part, or in us in this text. It's obvious to him that we are the one to follow. Why? Because we know him and we know his voice. And I'm not going to say how each and every one of you sitting in the pews, how your hearts and minds work. I know that my hearts and my mind can be quite scattered over day-to-day life. So did Jesus trust me to actually direct my hearts and my minds toward him and towards the gate as to follow him as leader, as the good shepherd? I also feel that that is Jesus giving a lot of trust in me. But I know that he is like nothing else or no one else. And I know that he trusts when it comes to the big things. I know which way to follow. That we, every one of us, are able to distinguish the true and the false prophets. And this also comes back to the grace that has been given to us from God. Because that is like nothing else. 
There is nothing else that came through those gates, that opens those gates, than through Jesus Christ. Nothing that can offer us the same thing. Salvation is by following Jesus through the gates. We don't have to do much. Trust Jesus, believe, and walk with him as the good shepherd. Follow Jesus, come with him, and he will take you through the gates into heaven. Honor to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit that is, was, and will be from eternity to eternity. Amen.